Oh, and uh, someone has a birthday tomorrow, right? A birthday tomorrow? Yeah. Don't you have a birthday tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yeah. No. Oh, it's no, it's at the end the of the twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. That's right. It's my dad's birthday tomorrow. That's what it is. <laughs> I knew oh, yours was man. in December. It's at the end of December, though. I wasn't gonna do a cold open, but now that's probably gonna be the cold open. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. great. Welcome back to another episode of the FL FFFL podcast. It is your host, Matthew Honeycutt, and we're here with our co-host, just one of them, Mr. John Lassie. What's going what on, man? Not much. It's a happy late Thanksgiving to everyone. We took a week yes. off Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, I was. We in, had to be with our families. And we did. Yeah, enjoy. I was. I was in New York City. I didn't have. I couldn't pack my. Um, podcast materials like my mic and stuff so <laughs> had to make a decision what, I do, I, what do i bring <laughs> so, what do i not bring anyway but it was, it was a good good week uh good two last two weeks of football some kind of crazy things happened in our league i feel like and mm-hmm. playoff pictures getting a little bit clearer and um yeah it's good good times i mean let's go back to that vacay real quick it, it was a holiday but what was your favorite thing that you saw like sightseeing did y'all do that we did yeah we did so we took the first day we were there we went to took the staten island ferry which goes right by the statue of liberty so the girls awesome. love seeing that which was a blast um Matt and i went to the 9-11 museum which was yes really really, really cool good. um just really I mean, somber but good heartbreaking but mm-hmm. just amazing um and then my favorite thing though on on friday night the our last night in new york um Madison's parents uh, bought us tickets to go see Wicked on Broadway. Sweet. Which was, it was my first Broadway show, like on Broadway. I mean, I've seen, uh-huh. you know, shows that have been on Broadway, but just not on Broadway and not in New York. But I, this is my first time to see a Broadway, Broadway show. And it was incredible. I mean, really? just, yeah, the set was amazing that the performers were so talented. It's, it was crazy. It was so good. So it, Wicked lived up to the hype. Yes, it is. It was really, really good. I nice. liked it. What's the song in there? Uh, Define gravity. Is yes. that in there? Yeah, yeah, that's in there. Yeah. Good. Nice. Yeah, yeah I went that's, to. That's the last New song York. of the first act. Uh-huh. So it like ends on that. It was really good. I went to New York with some buddies uh, before I was married with uh, the two Lukes. Yeah. And it it was a blast. Um, we we hit everything. And but the the museum the more uh, nine eleven was awesome, yeah. so good. Anyways, enough about New York. Let's talk some football. We have had some crazy last weeks, and we're getting we're getting to that playoff push. I think there's two weeks left in our league before the playoffs start, and it's kind of make or break. If you're in that position as a fantasy manager where you've got to win, hopefully we might can help you out, give you some advice here and there on who to play and stuff. But um, let's talk about some takeaways from the last maybe two weeks. John, what you got on your end? Yeah. So uh, one, one thing here, we've, we've seen the last three weeks, this receiver um, for a certain team has had an incredible um, resurgence. He's a rookie. Uh, People had high expectations for him, but this team just kind of underperformed, including the quarterback really underperformed, but Christian Watson, get this. 
Christian Watson for the Green Bay Packers has six touchdowns in his last three games, and that's more than Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, D.K. Metcalf, and Debo Samuel have all se- all season. Not combined, but then he has more touchdowns than each of those guys in his last three games than they have all season. And those are, I mean, we just at just naming those, you named several of the top ten, top fifteen wide receivers um, in the league right now. So just crazy the tear that he's been on obviously it, it can't sustain you know he's not really a volume guy he's not getting a ton of uh, targets or receptions but when you score two or three touchdowns in a game it uh it goes a long way so <laughs> well yeah. i mean yeah let's see three four five yeah he has six tds guess how many receptions he has over those three weeks yeah i think it's like it's like he has four every single week yeah so 12, 12. Oh. So half so of his half of his receptions are TDs. That yeah. is insane. Yeah. But I mean, as far as points go, man, that's a that is a huge. If you get him yeah. in your lineup for those, that's great. Yep. Um, and then another another just little little tidbit about some wide receivers. So the Chargers wide receivers, as you know, Honeycutt, Oof. you have one of them on your roster, um, have really struggled in and out due to injury, mostly for Keenan Allen and and then Mike Evans is, or not Mike Evans. Why did I say Mike, Mike Evans? Mike Williams, excuse mm-hmm. me. Sorry, Mr. Williams. Um, I apologize because I know you're listening. Um, but Mike Williams, you know, is a is a boomer bust guy usually. Um, anyway, none of the wide receivers for the Chargers are in the top thirty in receiving yards. Okay, mm-hmm. so when when you hear about that, you think, oh, well, that means probably the quarterback. Justin Herbert must not be passing very much, but he is still ranked fifth out of all quarterbacks in passing yards. So it's just crazy. He's still spreading the ball around, still getting a lot of volume in, in passing yards. I, I think he has a lot of room to grow as far as like his point potential week to week. Um, but he's stepped it up the last two weeks or so. Uh, and, and with Keenan Allen getting healthier and once Mike Williams comes back, um, I think he'll have all of his weapons there. Um, but it also also you know points to a guy we talked about offline. Austin Eckler is just going crazy and receiving, um, and so I'm sure a lot of Herbert's passing yards are going to him. Gotcha. So clarifying, so you're saying he's just fifth in passing yards, not necessarily fifth ranked quarterback. Yeah, he's not fifth okay. ranked quarterback. He's fifth okay. in passing yards. But gotcha. I'm saying it's it's crazy because none of his receivers are in the top 30 of receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, it just seems kind of crazy. I just think uh, Keenan Allen is back and he's put in two back-to-back solid or like mid-tier okay weeks, good weeks. And so I think Justin Herbert is on the rise. So whoever has him going into the playoff stretch, they're getting Mike Williams back too. He could be a great quarterback to have on your team. Yep. Hint, hint. John Lassie has him on his team. So that's good for you, man. It's good for you. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. Well, my takeaways, I feel like we cannot not talk about this guy. We have to, yeah. We have to talk about him. Josh Jacobs literally has come out of nowhere. I like, I think I remember telling you like he was on my do not draft list. To start yeah. the year. like, I was not going to draft him. I didn't like the Raiders' backfield. I actually thought Z- Zamir White was going to get in there and take it from him. Has not happened. Josh Jacobs is in a contract year, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, this I is he's, so. a free, he's a free agent next year. So, I mean, he is really trying to make himself some money. 
uh, and he put up 50 points last week. He had an 80, 80 something yard run in OT to win it. I mean, just yeah, walk off insane. touchdown. Insane, this guy. I mean, and he's put together some incredible weeks back to back. I mean, he's he's got 22, 20, 50 the last three. He's got one, two, three. He's got four weeks over 30 points, which is crazy. Um, so, anyways, Josh Jacobs, he's RB2 on a year. I don't think there's anybody out there that had Josh Jacobs as RB2. Um, and if you did, kudos to you because you yeah. were the only one out there. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so, and what I mean, a discount. Where where did he get drafted? I'm, I'm, I'm going to look that up. Gracious. Let's see. I have it pulled up. In our league, he was drafted 55th, which I guess that's round four or five-ish, right? Yeah, he was in round five, pick seven. Man. So just crazy. If you got him, man, kudos to you. Zero RB strategy really worked out for you. <laughs> or yeah. he may be your RB too, and you like hit the gold mine. Yeah, seriously. Um, so that's my first one. My second one, we're going to go back to a player comparison. These are two different wide receivers. Um, and they are right neck and neck with each other as far as points go. Um, let's see. They are ranked to try to give you a little insider before I give you all the stats. They're ranked at seven and eight back to back. Don't look that up because I want you to try to guess, John. Don't look that okay. up. So wide receiver A has 64 receptions, 104 targets. He's got a lot of targets, 857 yards, five TDs, and has uh, 184 fantasy points in PPR. Okay. Player B, wide receiver B, has 57 receptions, 93 targets, 792 yards, seven TDs, and 180.2 points. And they're ranked seventh and eighth? They're ranked seventh and eighth. Are they on the same team? They have been teammates in the last, within the last fi- last five years. At some point, they were teammates, okay. but they're not this year. Huh. Oh, I know who this is. I think John, of all people, <laughs> I would expect John Lassie to get this. Well, I think I know. I'm, I'm assuming uh, that one of them is uh, my guy, C.D. Lamb. That is correct. I think player A is CD Lamb. Okay, you're you're right. And player B has got to be my favorite wide receiver of all time, Amari Cooper. That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh man. So I mean, for for us Cowboys fans out there, I think you just got to be hurting deep down. And and I, I don't think they could have as good of seasons together. Maybe if they were on, still on the same team, but. It just stinks that we don't have Amari Cooper anymore. Yeah, that stinks. is true. But I, but like you said, I, I don't think I think both of them get hurt if they, like hurt each other if they're on the same team. I mean, you look at yeah. at CD is now the number one in Dallas without question, mm-hmm. and Cooper Amari, is Cooper number is one in, in Cleveland without question. I mean, you look at both of their number twos, Gallup and Donovan Peoples Jones. Are none of those guys are CD Lamb or Amari Cooper? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just yeah, yeah. So. So I guess for the fantasy world, it was a huge step up. Yeah. Um, but for Cowboys fans, stinks. Speaking of about Amari Cooper and the Browns, Deshaun Watson comes back. That is week. right. We have to give our weekly shout out to Deshaun Watson. For some reason, he's uh, on a roster. 
Um, he has and, been and for our, all season long. Yeah. <laughs> and now it finally could but pan out. Did you see the clip of him in practice? He was taking no, practice reps. It. And oh my gosh, someone quote tweeted this and it's hilarious. There's a video of him pass like pass he threw two pass or he threw three passes in the clip, but you only saw where two of them went. And both the <laughs> Browns wide receivers dropped the ball. They did, couldn't catch it. And someone quote tweeted and was like, Browns receivers are not used to the ball hitting them in the hands <laughs> or something. <laughs> but like oh, I mean, it was just like literally both both of them couldn't catch the ball in practice. It was like not even pads. They just had helmets on. It was just funny. What's their record? Do you happen to know that? Off, like I don't know. I do not know. I just feel like if if there's any sort of shakiness and they're in the playoff hunt and they need to win a game, do they go back to Jacoby Brissett? I mean, they're four and seven. Okay. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. So maybe not. So, um, but yeah. So, CD Lamb, Amari Cooper, seven and eight. I don't know. I don't know if I would have had Cooper in my top ten. Uh, I, I know, I know you wouldn't have. Nope. Because uh, you were down on him. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely would not have had. And and I mean, with you know, people think people, some people like our co-host, who's not on this podcast to the, tonight. Um, some people think that uh, Deshaun Watson is only going to improve uh, the Browns' receivers, which maybe he will, but. Um, if he does, that's good news for Amari Cooper to stay in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And I think what we what you've probably seen from Cooper that's helped is he has been more um, evened out on his weeks versus having those really big games and then having those big lulls. He's not had as many of those as he has in the past. Yeah, I'm looking at guys outside the top ten. One, two, three, four, five, ten. Uh, and seeing if any of these guys I think will jump up. And I don't really see – I mean, well, Chase, Jamar Chase, maybe. Uh, he probably won't make a big enough push. I don't know. If, I mean, he could, I guess. He has that potential. Um, but, like, none of these other guys, I, I wouldn't expect them to jump up. Um, Christian Kirk, T. Higgins, Tyler Lockett, Michael Pittman, Chris Olave, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I mean, Cooper would have to have some big – Duds. Uh, some big duds, yeah. Any of those guys actually from – the only guy that has – the two guys I think have the best shot are Higgins and Kirk. Yeah. To get into the top ten. Well, just because they're so close. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. the other guys are probably too far away. Well, I yeah. mean, Cup Cup isn't playing, so Cup can keep falling, but a lot, it's going to be hard for those guys to catch Cup. Yeah, I mean, how he's long a, is, How long has he been out for? Uh, A little okay. while. Yeah, so he's missed. He get, he went out week 10 with the injury. So, so 10, he, 11, and 12. Three weeks, yeah. So after three weeks, he is still wide receiver five. Yeah. That is crazy. Insane. Um, so, yeah, that's those are our takeaways. Um, let's dive into some power rankings. Let's dive into the FL, FFL league. Man, we got some – uh, we got some close close battles, um, and we're going to rank some people um, in our league. And this is following – we're doing following week 12, right? Yep, post-week 12 power rankings. Okay. Post-week 12, um, we're going to start off with Daddy Kyle is at 12. I mean, just just a rough year. Got Not his year. Not his year. Devo hasn't been great. 
Jamal Williams has been a touchdown machine, and that's really has been his best player, I, I think. So that's Daddy Kyle. Um, well, and he had some bad luck with injuries with, you know, Elijah Mitchell was out, and I think someone else um, at the beginning of the year got Goddard, pretty early. Goddard went out too. Goddard went out late, yeah. So, I mean, he's he's been – and just t- people, you know, players haven't been performing like you expect. I'd say probably Jamal Williams and Chris Olave might be his best players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's at twelve, kind of, kind of down there by himself. Um, and then we have Funky Town at eleven. Same goes from him. I mean, just um, I don't think we had him ranked very high to start with, but I mean, his shining star has been Christian Kirk. Um, yep, and he slid in now. Christian Watson in his lineup, so we'll see. But I don't think he has a shot at the playoffs. Um, so he's at eleven. Um, at 10, we have the Dave Arandas, uh, which is kind of crazy. This team, we've talked about how he's made some bad deals and things like that, but he's he's third in points for in our league. So he's still put together a pretty good lineup. Yeah. Um, even though when you look at his roster, you're kind of like, where is he getting those points from? Somehow. But uh, somehow he puts it together every week. The Cowboys defense sort of is getting the points. Cowboys defense. James Conner has actually been pretty good still again this year. Which Tony is Pollard is the 10th ranked running back. That's true. Yeah. 10th ranked running back from Tony Pollard. And he's got two and two. Is, Miami has been great this year. Yeah. So we got Aranda's at 10. We at nine. I think I think I want to put a tier there. No. Oh, How tier at tiers? nine. Yeah. We usually do four tiers. Okay, I'll, I'll leave it alone then. Um, so then in the same tier we have at nine, we have Gangstas. And so I don't – I have him ranked nine. This is where things start getting kind of weird. I have him ranked nine, but I actually think he may squeak into the playoffs and be in the top eight. So we'll see if he can make that happen. Um, and it's just because of where some other people are with their, with their records – but I think his points for isn't as good. So I have him a little lower. Yeah. Well, his points um, for is higher than yours and mine. Yes, but we're at the top, so you can't he, – he can't jump. No, Jumping yeah. us doesn't do him any good. Yeah. So um, that's where I think things kind of start shaking out. And then this next team is a team that I'm really down on. I really wanted to put him lower down because he has the least amount of points for in our league, but he has a seven and five record. So yeah. at eight, we have chubby girlies are swift. And like we've talked about me and you have talked about for weeks and weeks and weeks. I don't know where he's getting his points from. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know how he's pulled out wins. I just don't get it. Yeah. He's got Kyler. Kyler's been not good. Najee Harris all season has been bad, but he's been okay. The last two weeks. Yeah. Jalen Waddle is his best player mm-hmm. by far. So that is Chubby at eight. At seven, we have Run DMC. I really, really love this team. I think they just had some really bad luck. Um, For because sure. They are, they are second in points four, but they have a five and seven record, and they could just be outside of the playoffs. We'll see how it shakes out. But, I mean, this team on paper is really, really good. Um, their only weak spot, I believe, is their quarterback position. I, I would every I would say tight end too. Higby's not a great tight end. But he was doing okay until the last few weeks. 
yeah, he just decided not to show up last week. I think he scored. Yeah, but yeah, and it really hurt. I mean, it didn't hurt him, but it hurt a lot of people. <clears throat> but so DMC is at seven, and then I think do we cut off the tier there? Is that where the tier cuts off? Um, no, we cut it off at, Ch- at Chubby. Okay, so <clears throat> eight through twelve is the last tier. DMC hops into this, uh, the second from bottom tier. At six, we have the Willennium Falcons. And this team has had some difficulty the last few weeks. Just luck has not been on his side. He's sitting at six and six. Um, but man, does he have a great roster? And so if Deshaun Watson comes back and he's anything like he's been in the past, this team could be tough in the playoffs. Um, great running backs, great tight end, Tyler Lock and Amari Cooper, both in the top 15 wide receivers. Yeah. His his probably biggest, his weakest spot is his flex. Yeah. So if he figures that out, he did get Kyron Williams. We'll see it. Or or he has Pacheco. Maybe one of those two guys slides into the flex. Yeah. And Curtis Samuel. Roster. And Curtis Samuel has been pretty good. I mean, he's he's wide receiver 24 on the air, so that's technically in a 12-team league wide receiver too. You know? So, I mean, he could play yeah. him in the flex. Um, here's the thing about this team is obviously Deshaun Watson, I think, is a big question mark. We just don't know how he's – the dude hasn't played a football game in like 700 days or something. So – We'll see. Maybe he's not rusty. I think he's going to be rusty. CMC, the move to San Francisco, I I mean, he has been – obviously, he's CMC, so he still can be incredible. But, like, last week he scored 8.9. So – He did get injured. He got, he, he got banged up, I would say, not even injured. And now Elijah Mitchell, who was taking some carries away, got injured. He yeah. was out. So I think he actually is back going to have an uptick. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not good for everybody else. Yeah. Good for the Falcons. Yep. So that's uh, Falcons at six. So then we get to five, which is at Birdman. I mean, this is the Buffalo Bills. If the Bills are going, Birdman's going. He's six and six. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. 81% chance. And so he's going to be a good team down the stretch. Josh Allen, uh, Diggs, um, and he needs to make a few roster changes if he's going to have a chance this yes. week, though. He's got to set his lineup. He does. Get Derek McKinnon out of there. He needs to get out of there. Get Joe yep. Mixon in and Zeke in. Get Joshua Palmer out of there. Put Chris Godwin in. Yes. I mean, if he gets all those guys in his lineup, he's yeah. he's got a stout lineup. Yep. Another guy that's going to be tough. Um, and as we know, in the playoffs, it really comes down to – who plays good that week? Yep. I mean, really. I mean, who has a good week? It kind of carries you through the playoffs. So that's Birdman at five. And then is that a tier right there? That's its own tier. Yeah. That's yep. tier three. So uh, tier three is five through seven, Birdman, Falcons, DMC. And then we get to four, and that is Matty Ice. Um, this team has the best record in the league, tied for the best record, but points for aren't the greatest. But this manager has has got some guys healthy and they're back. And so his roster is rounding out and could be playoff ready besides the RB2 slot. If Keenan Allen continues to, to look as good as he has and gets a little bit better, Tyreek Hill is one of the best receivers. Brandon Ayuk has played good. Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal. Um, 
I don't know. Did you watch his last game last week? Hurts. He had like 200 rushing yards in the first half. I remember that. Yep. I mean, it was it was the funnest thing to watch. It was awesome, especially being having him on your on yeah. your team. It yeah. was the greatest. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, that team is looking good. Um, but we'll see how it pans off in the playoffs. And then at three, um, we have the blue lineman. So this team got really, really uh, suffered some injury that probably is going to continue to knock him down, and that was losing Cooper Cup. But he still has an okay roster. He just lost Darnell Moody also. And so um, it's going to be tough for him in the playoffs. I mean, he's going to have to have Patrick Mahomes and Saquon Barkley like really go off. Yeah, for him to continue to advance, um, but he'll definitely make the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah, he should. I mean, it, if Juju can step it up, um, you know, I will see what Daryl Henderson looks like in Jacksonville. I hope he looks like nothing in so that away from yeah, but, uh, is Mahomes and Saquon, uh, and I mean, yeah, the re- I mean. The rest of these guys, I think, are kind of boom bust. I, I haven't, we haven't seen it from Cortland Sutton. His mm-hmm. tight end is really weak. Um, Devontae Smith is pretty boomer bust. So, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But he's still in the top. I think I would say, I, I would, I would beg to say he's going to continue to slide down the rankings yeah. mm-hmm. as we go along, but he's still going to make the playoffs. Yeah, he will. So then that brings us to number two. And that is flexes at eight and four. And so this team has tied for the best record and um, their points for is not great at all. But why I have them at two is because I think their roster on paper is really solid and they're only getting better. Um, Especially if um, we can get ETN back healthy um, and he comes in and he was what he was before last week. Yeah. I think this team has a great shot, stellar running back core. Um, maybe the only thing is wide receiver two, Pittman, how, how will he do down the stretch? Um, he's had his, like, he's had some shiny moments, but then they their offense can be a dud too some weeks. Yeah. So you just never know there. Uh, has Deontay Johnson on the bench who could maybe be that wide receiver two, but that's really the only hole I see on this team. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, Pittman scored his first touchdown last week since week one. Um, mm. And so Oof. he's had some bad touchdown luck. Um, but I think, I do think having Matt Ryan as bad as Matt Ryan is, he's better than Ellinger was. Um, and so I think that's a good sign for Pittman. But yeah, I mean it's it's tough relying on him as wide receiver too. It's he's he's just one of those guys. I just don't have a better option. I I mean he's wide receiver fourteen on the year, um, but he did have like a pretty big week one, so that might be carrying him some. Um, so anyway, we'll see. Yeah, so that's flexes at two, and then our number one ranked team for um, following week twelve. I would say um, this is my ranking system, um, not the Willis Cool system. Um, is not your average Joe. Um, they're at seven and five. So um, they're technically third behind Matty Ice and Flexes, who have eight and four records. 
but I think this team is the best because their points for they're leading the league in points for. And then when you actually look at the eye test on their roster, it is incredible. Um, every one of their players is, let's see, I think top, they're, they're in top tiers of their groups, I would say. And especially he's had Jamar Chase be, being out. So if he comes back and he's, I would say if he's just good, this, this team is hands down the best team in the league. I agree. And if Chase comes back and he has a tear like he had, um, I think it was last year we went on that stretch, this team is going to be unbeatable. Yep. I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I just think this is the best team in the league, and I don't think anybody <clears> – <throat> if, they, if they continue to play like they are, no one's touching them, and they're going to have a championship. I mean, get well, just listen to this, the position ranks for this team. Quarterback, mm-hmm. fourth quarterback overall. Number one and two running back overall. Number nineteen wide receiver overall and Jamar Chase, who has been hurt the last few weeks. Number nine wide receiver overall. Number three tight end overall. Number seven running back overall and Aaron Jones. That's his starting lineup. That is absolutely. He's got the number one kicker. (laughs) Number one kicker. Yeah. I mean, this team is is stacked. It's insane how stacked this team. Yeah. So, I mean, if they just continue to play the way that they're playing, I mean, I think the only hope for another player, the guy is that they come in, they sneak a weekend where some players have like off weeks. Yeah. And that may be the only way. Um, we, we might need to dig in and look at some of the matchups coming up, but I don't, I don't see this team. I mean, Jamar Chase is probably in the conversation as one of the top receivers, um, and he's just been injured. So, Yep. Um, and I guess this that's a good point. Segway to now that Cooper Cup is out and Chase has been out, I guess Justin Jefferson kind of runs away with the number one receiver spot. Yeah. Would you probably. say that? As far as like well, the Diggs. guy that had the most – yeah, maybe Diggs. Um, I would say the guy that had the hype to start the season, like he, those three guys were the three guys everyone was mentioning. Yeah. And I think he is he's gonna finish at the top of that group. Um I, I guess he could put Diggs in there, he could put Tyreek Hill, but he was there was question marks around him, but he's actually performed, outperformed that. So anyways, this average Joe's great roster. Again, I'm still gonna put an asterisk beside this team because they got dealt just a great hand from another manager in our league. And the league let it happen. We let it happen. Let it happen. And see, I was okay. oh, one more little thing about this team. I was just looking. They're these those starting guys I list I just named. Their average per week, average points per game per week, all added up is a forty nine point eight eight points per week. His starters are averaging one hundred and fifty points per week. That is, I mean, like in in a twelve team league, you're hoping like if you get one twenty five, you're like I'm gonna win most weeks getting 120 to 125 and he's averaging 150. And the not, crazy thing like, is he's not averaging 150, but it, like all of their averages per points per game average is 150. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's not like that's their projected and they're not getting it. Like he that's where he's averaging every week. <laughs> I mean, he's he's scoring 140 to 150. I I, I want to go back and look, but I think he's been right there every week. Let's see. He, 
started off this team streak. Let's just say that. And I don't want that trend. Probably right here. Let me see. Probably right here. Uh, week six, 143, 143, 3, and 124. He had a bad week at 91, 122, 150. So he's right in the 130 to 140 range average since week six. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough to beat that every week. I think the only other manager that's been in that same ballpark is DMC, and he's actually lost some of those weeks, which has been a rough – he had like a three-week stretch where he scored over 130 and lost all three of them. Yeah. And so I think he probably played average Joe one of those weeks, I'm sure. Um, so anyways, I mean, this team is just just really good. But might have an asterisk beside their, beside their name. Yep. Um, so those that's my rankings. I don't know if you want to go through and uh, is there any change? Because we don't have the Willis Cool system. Yeah, I week. think the only change, and it's a minute, and it doesn't really matter, but I would put Gangsta ahead of Chubby. I think okay. Gangsters is the best team in that bottom tier. Um, but besides that, and maybe, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's like the only change I'd make. And that's pretty minute. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I mean, once we get to playoffs, do we, do we, I'm asking this question, do we have to rank the, the top eight? Do they have to be the top eight playoff teams? Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, because Chubby's is going to make it in and I just don't know if he's going to be a top eight team. But yeah. Anyways, we'll see when that time gets here. Um, but that is our power rankings for our league um, following week 12. Nice. Um, so, I mean, we got some big matchups this week, some guys that have to win to get into this playoff hunt. Um, do we want to talk about the matchups or do we want to kind of look at some playoff scenarios? Yeah, let's talk about the matchups real quick. Um, maybe run through and just do our picks. We'll see based on those picks um, the what we think the playoff picture will look like. Okay, cool. You lead us out. Lead us through the matchups. Great. Well, I'll start with with uh, my matchup. Uh, All my flexes live in Texas versus the Willennium Falcons, uh, and it's it's projection wise they're less than a point uh, separated. Uh, One twenty three. Um, this. Look at, at the matchups here. You probably like CMC over Cook, maybe Chubb over ETN. Uh, I would take CD over Lockett, Cooper over Pittman. I don't know. I, I mean, Will has a the Falcons have a good advantage um, on almost everywhere. I have a pretty good advantage over him on flex. So um, I got to go with my team because it's it's my guys. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna squeak out a win against Will here. Um, and, and that he'll drop to six and seven in a losing record. But um, I think this game might come down to how well Deshaun Watson plays versus mm-hmm. how well Justin Herbert plays. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go this bold, but I think I'm going to go this bold. Here we go. So okay. I think I'm going to pick Flexus because I think Deshaun Watson goes back into Houston and throws up a big dud. The pressure's too much, and he can't handle the crowd. He can't handle it. So he is going to score 10 or below, and Flexus hey. takes it away. Wow, big time. That is bold. And that could hurt the rest of his roster too. Cleveland could have a bad week. He's got three people for Cleveland. So Yeah. We're good. I can go. Um, we can do Dave Aranda's versus Run DMC. So on paper, um, 
projections. DMC has this one, and I'm going to give it to DMC just too much. I think Derrick Henry has a better week. St. Brown, Pierce, Jefferson, um, and Metcalf has been pretty good. So I'm going to pick DMC over the Arandas. Yeah, I'll agree. I'm going to take the I'm going to take DMC here too. I just I think Arandas have been. Um, I mean, they've been scoring a lot of points, probably punching above their belt a little bit. And DMC, I think, will put it all together uh, and get this week and, and get a win. Nice. Then our next matchup, we have Gangsta's Paradise versus Birdman. Um, and like we both said, Birdman needs to make some shifts and changes. Hint, hint, Birdman, if you're listening, please make some edits to your roster. Um, because I think if he does that, he is going to win this week. Go with Birdman. Yeah, I agree. Diggs had a game tonight, uh, 22.2 points. Uh, Allen was okay, and Gabe Davis was okay. Um, but I don't know if Gangsters has w- what it takes. If Justin Fields can come back, he's been injured, but if he can come back like the Justin Fields we all know, he could literally win Gangsters this game by himself. Mm-hmm. Um of Kelsey um, and Field, I'm going to go with Birdman as well. Nice. And then next we have Chubby Gurley's or Swift versus the Blue Lineman. Um, again, like John said, this is after Thursday night, and he got an okay performance from Stevenson, but I still think Blue Lineman is going to carry this one away. Yeah, I agree. Chubby Gurley's is struggling. Um, they don't even have – I guess they they have a quarterback to put in for Kyler Murray um, and Derek Carr. But um, I, I don't I don't know. DeAndre Swift has been pretty bad lately. Najee Harris is hurt, so I don't know if he's going to play. Patterson and hit mid. Lineman, even without Cup, like he said, it's, it's still – he still has a pretty good roster, but he needs to set his lineup and get Mooney out of there. So – as long as he does that, Blue Lineman is going to win. Um, but I think this one's going to be uh, closer than we think. Yeah, which I mean, crazy. He's projected higher, and he has Mooney, who's going to score zero this week, and no defense. So that's true. And, but I think he has and and who has thoughts. That's true. That's true. So we'll see. I think it's going to be close, but I think Blue Lineman takes it away. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Funky Town Fellas versus Not Your Average Joes. I don't think we need to talk about this one at all. Average Joes, hands down, is going to win this week. For sure. Pigs fly. Uh, the Joes are going to win. Yeah. It's going to be a – this will be the upset of the year if For Funky Town sure. Fellas yeah. can pull this off. So going with Not Your Average Joes, and then we have um, we've already gone that one. So then we have the last matchup, I believe, is Daddy Kyle versus Matty Ice and the Boys. Um, I really like my team here. Projections are in favor of me. I think he's going to have to have some really big weeks for some players um, to win. I'm going to go with Matty Ice and the Boys. Me too. I think this week was a pretty easy, easy week to pick. Uh, Matty Ice is going to take this one for sure. I hope so. So those are your matchups. So I think we – did we agree on all of them? I think we yeah, did. we did. So that means we have Flexes with the win, DMC with the win, Birdman with the win, Blue Lyman with the win, Average Joes with the win, Matty Ice with a win. So then with that – 
what does that make our playoff picture look like? So with that for this week, um, you said flexes, Joe's, boys, linemen, bird, and DMC, right? Yep. Okay. So that means uh, we the guys missing the teams missing the playoffs are the Arandas and Daddy Kyle, which we already knew. Gangsters is out and Funky Town's out. So Chubby is in, DMC is in, Falcons are in, Blue Linemen are in, Flexes are in, Joes and Boys are in. So the Falcons, even with a loss, would yes. still make it in the playoffs. Okay. It'd still be yep. in the playoff picture. Still in the playoff picture. Um, mm. If the Falcons lose and Gangstas can pull it off, Birdman, then he would be in the playoff. The Falcons would not. Hmm. And then if Run DMC loses, I think he may be out of the playoffs. Totally. Mm, <clears throat> let me see. If he loses this week, it may it may depend on who else wins. But yeah, I think you're right. I think this is a must win for DMC. Mm-hmm. I think he has to win both games, and or he's out. Looks like the Falcons can lose one, and they're still in. Falcons can lose one. I think DMC has to win both unless let me see hold on so we have the we picked dmc to win Mm -hmm. if uh if dmc loses to dave randas which i i don't think will happen but if he loses and wins next week and falcons lose next week then dmc is in and the falcons are out falcons if they lose both games they're out yeah and if Gangsters loses next week and this week, then the Falcons and DMC are both in. So I think the only person that needs help is Gangsters, right? Like he he has to win both and get help. Yes. To get yeah. in. Okay. I think so. Okay. All right. Well, it's shaping up. It's it's getting close. Playoffs are right around the corner. And I guess for me and you, it feels good to be at the top where you don't yeah. have to worry about it. Um, I'm already kind of forecasting of like matchups, who will play. Um, what's our playoff structure? Let's maybe go over that. Um, it is the the top two teams from or the top team from each division gets to see going to, and then from there, I think it just record and points for. Yeah, but we don't get buys, do we? Do no, we no, no. Okay. There's no bias. It's eight teams make the playoffs for, and there's three rounds. So eight, eight to four to two. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of crazy. So right now they actually have not your average Joe's. Okay. Cause they're winning the division. They're the right. two seed. Right. You're the three seed. So right now they have me playing gangsters. Um, so it's one and eight matchup. We have Blue Lyman four uh, against Chubby at five, and then we have three and six with uh, Flexes and Birdman, and we have Not Your Average Joes versus the Millennium Falcons two versus seven. So that's the playoff picture currently following Week Twelve. That's that's what it would look like. Which I do not want to be on now. Yeah, I do not either. So I would like to, I would like to keep my position in that one spot, so I can be on the other side. Yep. Because I, I man, I, I really like the way mine looks. 
Um, I feel like the the four best teams are on the other. Yeah, I know. That's so true. <laughs> I would feel really good with how it's shaking out. Yeah, you'd have the cake the cakewalk to the championship. I know, man. I didn't. That's the first time I looked at this. That's great. I love playing gangsters and then playing the winner of Chubby and Blue Lineman. Are you kidding me? I'm yeah. playing Birdman, who could go off at any point, and then the winner of Will and Joe's. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That is great. Crazy. I think if <clears throat> I guess I have to continue, I have to win both weeks and have the best uh, points for, right? Yeah, because if I win both weeks too, then we'll, then it's, it goes the points. Gosh, I'm going to be biting my nails on points now too. Yeah. Not just wins. I know. I the Pittman last week and didn't mention him. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a good play for you. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Well, that is – we, do you have any buys this week? I guess we have the Cardinals for sure. Um, who else is on buy? Um, oh, that is not – Cardinals. Is this week 13? Uh, this is week 13. The Cardinals are the only thing I'm seeing so far with the buy. Can't be right. No, hold on. Google's pulling up last season for some reason. Arizona. Oh, Carolina. Yeah, that's it. So I think those are the only two teams on buy. And then yep. this is is this the last week? I think this is the last week on buys. No, next oh, week. Oh no, 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 no. Next, next week, week is crazy. Next week yeah. there's there's like a lot of teams on buy. Which is a bummer at the end of the season for these playoff teams. Yeah. There's six teams, five teams. No, that can't be right. It can't be five teams. Falcons, Packers, Colts, Saints, Commanders. And one there has to be one other team. Mm. Bears, Bears. Commanders, Falcons, Bears, Saints, Colts, Packers. Yeah, I mean, there's there could be some major teams out there, or guys yeah. in our league that need some players. Yeah, that's tough. DMC, oh, whoever has Justin Fields is he's on by week fourteen. That's crazy. I got Jonathan Taylor on by next week. Yeah, killer. Um, let's. Uh, I did remember this. Let's talk through real quick. Um, we have our trade deadline coming up. So if you're looking to make any trades, um, trying to make it that last minute oh, deal, I think it's I think it's tonight, not tonight. Like I think it's two a.m. December twelfth or no. December second. I mean, is it really? I think so. Let me double check. I thought it was December second. Uh, yeah, December second at two a.m. That's like in hours. Bummer. Well, you've probably missed your window. Um, yeah, especially if you're was, listening to this. <laughs> yeah, you missed your window. Sorry about you. I was going to try to pull off a deal to get an RB2, but I'm sure no one is awake. So that's not going to happen. I'm just going to have to roll with what I got. So um, another great week on the pod. Um, y'all enjoy another fantasy football week. Hope you don't bite all your nails off for the playoff race, um, but enjoy it. Have some fun out there. Keep it chilly, my friends. Peace out. Dynasty League. Dynasty League.